0: And if uh, any of you are sports-minded individuals or you've played sports, a sport particularly that involves a ball, one of the key principles if you're in a sport that involves a ball is you need to keep your eye on the ball. You need to keep your eye on the ball. If you're a wide receiver, as our oldest grandson was, if he took his eyes off the ball, he's gonna miss the pass, you know. You gotta keep your eye on the ball or when I was in high school and college, I played tennis. And if you didn't keep your eye on the tennis ball, you're not going to hit the ball with the racket. You're going to miss the ball or it's going to hit the, the framing and you'll shoot a, or hit a framer. And so you don't want to take your eye off the ball. Well, we need to keep our eye on the ball. We need to keep our eye on Jesus. Not comparing him to a ball in a bad way, but just to say we need to keep our eye on Jesus. Let me read Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse number 12. And this is what the Bible says, reading from the New King James Version, Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse number 12. The Bible says, O our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Our eyes are upon you. And so that's our text verse for this evening, but let's just have a word of prayer together before we begin. Father, we thank you again for the time to be together. Thank you, Father, for how you've already been ministering to our hearts and lives in the worship time and, Father, through the fellowship time. And, Father, we now pray that as we study your word together, Father, we pray that your Holy Spirit will just minister in ways that only you can as you minister the truths of your word to our lives and specifically to where we are living. And, Father, we ask and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Tonight we're kind of going, you may be seated. By the way, we're going to kind of have like three stories going together at the same time here, but we'll try to keep them straight. I don't know if you have any of have you ever, have ever heard Jack Hayford preach. Well-known preacher, Foursquare Church, and uh, he was a master. Uh, he'd be preaching like three different stories at the same time, and he'd keep them all straight without getting confused. It, it was just magnificent to watch him do that. I thought for sure he'd forget where he was in one of them. But uh, sure enough, he got right back to the point again. But three stories tonight. Let me just start with something that happened in the Gospels. We read in Matthew chapter 14, where Jesus commanded his disciples to go across the Sea of Galilee while he went up on the mountain to pray. And so Jesus is up on the mountain praying. Disciples start crossing the Sea of Galilee and a horrendous storm comes up. And Jesus is on the mountain praying, disciples are alone and they're being tossed by the waves as the storm has come up on the Sea of Galilee. They tell us that the Sea of Galilee, it's only 13 miles long, it's seven and a half miles wide. And when the winds come down from the Golan Heights, they can churn the waters of the Sea of Galilee, making it like the water in a blender. And it can very easily sink a fishing boat. The disciples, they were tossed by the waves and it's between three and six in the morning. So it's dark out. It's dark. The boat is being tossed by the waves. And the article I came up with from this, the, for this was that perhaps you are there this morning or this evening, you're tossed. In the middle of a family crisis, tossed by concerns. In the middle of illness, tossed by pain. Or maybe in the middle of a financial crisis, tossed by creditors. And it's dark. But Jesus came to the disciples walking on the sea. And Jesus said, don't be afraid. It's me. Jesus said, take courage. I'm here. And as a follower of Jesus, the good news for us is we'll never go where he cannot reach us. Never go where he cannot reach you. You look over your shoulder and that's him following you. You look into the storm and that's him coming towards you. Well, this evening, our message deals with alarm and fear. It deals with prayer, seeking God and worship, and it deals with faith and confidence in God. Tonight, our message revolves around Jehoshaphat, a king of Judah. He was one of the good kings of Judah. He was associated with revival and spiritual reform. And the Bible says that he was, first of all, he was a good king because he walked in God's ways. We find that in 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 or chapter 17 and verse number 3. And it should be on the overhead there or on the screen. Now the Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the former ways of his father David. He did not seek the baals. He walked in God's ways. Secondly, he was a good king because he sought God. Verse 4, chapter 17 verse 4. But sought the God of his father and walked in his commandments and not according to the acts of Israel. So he sought God. The third thing about Jehoshaphat was, was found in verse number six, chapter 17, verse six, and his heart took delight in the ways of the Lord. Moreover, he removed the high places and wooden images from Judah. And so he delighted in God's ways.